Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Gunzelcast, coming to you from beautiful Gunzelman's Tavern at 21490 Lorraine Road in beautiful Fairview Park, Ohio. I will be your host and captain for this uh, voyage, as we like to call it. Bring it on, Stubing. My name is Ray Carr. I'm Jeremy Demery. I'm thinking that I might be Gilligan out of this whole thing. <laughs> Throw a wig on. You're Professor. Ooh, ooh. I mean, I've gained weight. I don't know about that much weight. <laughs> Marianne or Ginger? Marianne. Marianne. Oh, yeah. Marianne. Without a doubt. Yeah. Marianne. Yes. Dawn, Dawn Wells has been on my show before. Before Get she passed. Get out of Dodge. Twice. Twice. Well, I had David Wells on my show. I think we forgot to introduce Which one me. got closer to getting us fired? You with David Wells or him with Don, drooling over Don Wells? <laughs> but she wasn't bad at 80, I'm telling you. No. She looked every bit of 74. See, case in point. <laughs> I would have gone for it story alone. She was a slice up until she drew her final breath. Absolutely. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah she really was. Innocent yeah. lady, just a nice person. How do you know she was innocent? Because I know people that knew her, Carmen. I did my okay. research. Mm. Yeah. I follow orders or... You, you got know. a guy. That was your. That's your. I got. How did you know? I got a guy. I know somebody. Jeremy, I have an inside source. Somebody inside the Hollywood uh, world that gives me information that others can't get. You know some dark secrets, don't you? Terribly dark. You are. You are the J. Edgar Hoover of Hollywood, aren't you? <laughs> well, I don't know if I want to go there. You want to borrow my wig? No, I don't cross dress anymore. Thank you. Listen. Well, this, folks, as you can guess. We're all over the place, and we're going to have a lot of fun today. Imagine that. Yes. We would uh, normally talk about sports, and we talk about many other things today, and I don't really want to talk about sports, but we'll touch on the Browns quickly. The Browns, is that okay with you? Yeah, no, I just, uh, this popped up about Miggy's contract, and for, for the next four years, Miguel Cabrera. Yeah, we'll, we'll is, talk about that in a minute, too. Yeah. I love baseball, and Dan and I are just baseball, as you are, baseball fanatics. Yes. The Browns played the Chargers uh, 425 on Sunday, and the Chargers a very good. 405. Fit. 405, excuse me. Yes. Very good football team. Yes, they are. I predict the, Brown, the Browns are not going to win that game. I think they're going to lose by 10. They will fight hard the whole game. I don't think they got enough. I don't think Baker's got enough. What do you think, Carmen? I think it's going to be tough, and uh, I want to tip my cap to Perry's own Brandon Staley, the head coach of the Chargers from Los Angeles. Grew up in Northeast Ohio, went on and further. John Carroll. Well, no, he went to Dayton. Uh, furthered his academic and athletic career at uh, the University of Dayton. And as recently, you are correct in this sense, Ray, five years ago, Brandon Staley was the defensive coordinator for the John Carroll Blue Streaks. And boy, as he climbed the ranks quickly sure. to be the head man with the L.A. Chargers. So God bless Brandon Staley. Also, a cancer survivor. Yes. So he's got all the respect in the world for me to battle the way he did and uh, beat cancer. And we see him tonight on Thursday Night Football as he's about to coach against D.K. Metcalf, Russell Wilson, and the rest of the Seattle Seahawks. Speaking of coaches, Urban Meyer popped up in the news. <laughs> I thought you said we weren't going to get fired. Well, <laughs> no, no, this is a valid topic. I, I saw the video, and I'm thinking to myself, a guy that's been around as long as he has, he's my age, he's 57. Yes. And he goes and doesn't go back to the, to Jacksonville with his team. He stays in Ohio and lets a girl grind on him. What, is he out of his mind? Well, I, at first I thought it was Trevor Lawrence. But then, you know, upon second blush, I realized that it was a lady. Yeah. Um, no, but Urban, you know, he, they lost to the Bengals a week ago. Right. Uh, and he was staying behind to, quote, unquote, see the grandkids. 
Um, and yeah. yeah, he got a lapper, and it was caught on video. I don't know what he was thinking. He was paying for somebody's grandkids, <laughs> apparently. That's true. Yeah. And you know, he had to come out and apologize to his players, the staff, the owner, and uh, Shot Khan over and, a lap dance. Yeah, oh well, yeah, it's a morals club. But he apparently touched her dupa. And mm-hmm. so that second video surfaced yeah, seven the, seconds, and you know, looked like his hand went on her backside. Mm-hmm. You know, is he married? Shame yeah. on yes, oh, yeah. the, to the lovely Shelley. Then he owes an apology to his wife and well. no one else. Well, well, no, he. Do- well, go on, Dan. So here's the thing with her: is yes, technically you are right. To everybody else, he owes very little to nothing to. The thing with Urban Meyer is that he very much what. At Ohio State, he taught a class, wasn't it, on leadership and integrity. Yes. He is a man who is very much based in leadership and integrity and, and God Those are an ethics and marriage. And, oh, I, and I get that. But the thing is, is if you follow Urban Meyer around, ethics don't exactly follow behind. He, he is notorious for doing things that are very shiesty and very shaky. And this was just another one of those where a college coach can get away with this stuff because he's the lord and emperor nobody touches that guy but when you are an employee you are now a representative of the jacksonville jaguars and the last thing you need when your team that's drawn flies to begin with is to then go out and have this on top of it this is just a this is a pr nightmare and lose and lose that's the big part of it and it's funny amy trask wrote a hell of a piece in the uh, in the athletic basically saying that i'd fire him because of the fact that he didn't fly back with the team yes right that was the that's the thing that stuck out to me more than anything else. I mean, and a valid look, the lap point, dance I had think. his own tap house is one thing, but like not flying back with the team. I don't like, get that. You can you can afford your own private plane to get wherever you want to go. You want to go visit the grandkids? You fly back with the team. You give them the speech, watch tape, do all that stuff, then go see the grandkids. This is the pros. We are no longer in college. You no longer have twenty five coaches who are all watching film for you. You're no longer on the recruiting trail where you can get away with this crap. This is the pros. There's no way to get better on this roster. Well, and the players don't respect that. Exactly. And then they said that they really didn't respect him before. Now, after Oh, they've wanted his rear end out from Jump Street. Why hire him? That's what I I don't understand why they hired him. I thought it was a bad, uh, bad hire to begin with. It's the million dollars. And I think it was probably to sell tickets. To, a, to an area in Jacksonville, tap into the Gainesville market, to a bunch of people where he won a bunch of titles, and see if this is the place where he can do it. That's exactly why they you hired You think him, coaches man. put asses in seats? Yes. Oh, Especially that dude. That dude won national titles down in Florida. I yeah, mean, he's, he did. He's, he's, yeah, the he's kind revered. Of guy, he's the kind of guy that could walk into a bar and never have to pay for a drink. Then why don't they make him wear jerseys? Make some more money off of him. You'd think that was the case. They, they probably sell quarter zips if that's the case. Either that or blonde women. Yeah, they should wear uh, suits like they used to in the old days. Like George Hallis with the hat. That would look a lot better. Yeah. Or Hank Stram. He was always styling a nice jacket. I met jacket. Hank Stram. Did, Did you? you really? See, they're I, going there, and I'm looking to you about to say we need to get a uh, an Urban Meyer bobble, uh, bobble lap dance. <laughs> uh, no, I'm, I'm sure. We might have added that out. Somebody's going to parody that for sure. Years ago, I was in the uh, Indian dugout watching the uh, Chiefs and the uh, Browns play. Ed Podolak comes out of the locker room. With Eddie Hank- Podolak. Yes, with, with Hank Stram. And Everybody Bobby, check Bobby your bingo Bell cards. Was there. I think that's under N. And Bobby Lenny, Bell. And Lenny was Dawson. Lenny Dawson there yeah, smoking a heater? Yeah. See, here's the here's the moral of the story. If you're going to get a lappy, make sure you're clocked out first. 
You know what I'm saying? What does that mean? I'm not hip. No, no, no. no, no. Make sure you're off the clock. No, don't do it well, at no, all. Don't no, don't do it no, with no, a bunch no, no, of no. perfect no. strangers around that got phones. That yeah, I'm able, is the real lesson. I'm able to go to a strip club anytime I'd like. Correct. I have no See, consequences with my wife. She doesn't care. The only thing she'd be upset about is the fact I didn't invite her. The thing about Yeah, wow, but not everybody's right. that open-minded. You got a hell of a wife. Yeah, right? Good she's for the, her. She's but the see, best. The thing about like when LeBron would host a party, everybody has to check their phones at the door. Yep. Right. You know, and they do the no- same thing at the comedy cellar. Okay. Where they make everybody put their phones in like uh, Ziploc bags. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's sealed up though for the whole show. Something similar. Whenever LeBron decides to hold a bash, and that's a great idea. Yes. But there's yeah. Urban in front of a packed place. Uh, there's you know, nothing, Urban's pine house. There's nothing and like then, being transferred back to 1994 when cell phones really weren't a thing. And then the most asinine thing is he comes out in that press conference and says, "I was trying to be dragged onto the yes. dance floor." Yes. You wanted to dance. Ball. Are you serious? You're going to pull that nonsense? Oh, my goodness. How dumb does he think we are? Oh, my. But but again, this is back to that whole thing of being the emperor. When you run Ohio State, you can make this nonsense go away like that. Now, all of a sudden, you don't. And everybody around you, you are no longer 10 feet tall and bulletproof in the the city of Columbus. The hubris of saying, like, I did this for her... For her benefit, not my own, is such a what a wonderful play. You talk about a guy. (laughs) You know what? He is a great coach, if you ask me. (laughs) Dude, do some. I mean, Aaron Hernandez in itself is a podcast. Oh yes! Wow, that was unbelievable. And a phenomenal documentary. Oh my god, that was disturbing. Sensational. Speaking of documentaries, I don't know if either one of any of you guys have seen it. War on the Diamond. It's brand new. I sent it to Dan, but it didn't seem to work. It's a documentary about the 1920 Cleveland Indians and Ray Chapman. Uh, Carl, Ma- Carl Mays hits him in the head. He dies. Mays shows very little remorse, and it shows the life of how popular Ray Chapman was that I didn't even realize how popular he was. Uh, League Park, you know, the Indians winning the World Series. Uh, He's got- laid the rest at Airview Cemetery. He sure is. He sure is. Sure is. I, I want to let everybody out there know that's listening. My name is Ray Carr from WCSB Radio. Next to me is the great Carmen Angelo from WTAM. Great. Dan Menigan from 92.3 The Fan. And Jeremy Demry. He's our producer. I would call him our producer extraordinaire from the Golden Ox Studio. He's a stand-up comedian and just an all-around savant. Oh, shucks. Shucks. Oh, shucks. Shucks. Is this the 1970s, you stinker? making me blush over here, Ray. God, I sounded like Mrs. Brady. Ward. Isn't Savant just a nice way of saying autism these days? That's a dude. That's awful. Speaking of that. Are you kidding me? He's he's like Art Modell. He laughs at his own jokes. I did not say the most offensive thing on the podcast. (laughs) Me neither. Attaboy. (laughs) We peaked. Did you you do a Mrs. Uh, Cleaver reference? I did. Barbara Billingsley? Of course. I'm working on getting Jerry Mathers on my show. The Beaver himself. You can pull that off. Good on. You know, not to digress, but why did the little fat kid who always ate apples, why was he obese? I mean, Larry Mondello, if I ate 10 apples a day, I'd shed pounds like that. Because he didn't just eat apples. But you'd think that's the case, but it's... How do you know? But it's that whole... Did you ever see him do a gravy shot on set? (laughs) No. No. Just because you don't see him do it and he's fat, he had to get there some way. Come on. Or Or maybe he had a pituitary plan. Or they yelled yelled cut and he just spit all the apples out and ate a cheeseburger. That may have been the case. It may have been like the chipmunk thing where he just kind of packed his cheeks. I'm telling you, though. I mean, when we (laughs) were little shavers was mrs cleaver a smoke show yes Yes. you would have given her a shot at the title no yes oh yeah 
Oh, and the pearls. Everything was elegant. Oh, you had to dress. She's making house. a pot roast, and she looks like she's going out for the night. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Really beautiful Kitchen, dress on. Immaculate. The kind of lady you call a dame. You know what I'm saying, fellas? A dame. That's offensive. Dame. Yeah. And then, her, you know. Dame is offensive? Yeah, you guys are everything's killing me. You radio guys thing. are killing me. <laughs> Right, you look like a hundred bucks. I hang out with comedians and I do podcasts. This is like this you're, is you're P- hanging out this with is us. Like the PG <laughs> yeah. version of what I normally do. Well, no, it's great, but the autism joke—that was a little overboard, Jeremy. <laughs> Not in my have, world, baby. Wait, Jeremy, we have to be I like very it careful. Fast and loose. <laughs> Sounds like my first marriage. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, offensive. Well. Portions of the following broadcast may be found offensive uh, to certain members of our listening audience. Therefore, the Gunzel cast doesn't care. Let's move Look on. Look at Smitty. <laughs> Smitty, the bartender tonight here at Gunzelman's. Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith. You don't find legs like that on a stuffed Cornish hen. No. He's a handsome little devil. Yeah, he's... We put a blonde wig on him, or it might be interested. <laughs> Maybe. And, what do we have here? And, listen, I have to hold this up to show you. One of our sponsors for the Gunzel cast up, is... Finn? Oh, Cleveland, sorry. Cleveland Ketchup, Carmen. I'm, I'm, Kind of My man Brian Finnegan delicious. just said hello. He gave me a note. Why, why do we, why do we uh, you prefer Cleveland ketchup over We Heinz? prefer Cleveland ketchup over because any it's other. Got Cleveland in it. No, Jeremy. because it isn't made in Pittsburgh like Heinz. That's why. There you go. This stuff is so yeah. good you can put it on cereal. You could drink it. I was it, it to him, and you're like, oh, I'm sorry. I stopped on you. Never outpunched the puncher. I know. I have yet to learn that. 31 years There's in this a business. There's a big old meatball I threw him. Oh, that, that, right I out take of the that park. as offensive. Because <laughs> I'm Italian, you got to throw a meatball. Came in if I was a bull hunk, would you have said cabbage roll? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the lovely Jim Croce hey, in the audience. Hey, Jim. <laughs> you kind of resemble him a bit. Well, that's a compliment, you, you though. Got, yeah, you got a guitar in the car? <laughs> Bring it in. Bad. Strum us a couple notes, you know, tunes, b- whatever. Bury the, bury the other bartender sang now. In a bottle. No, or no, Bad Bad Leroy Brown. <laughs> that's the better one. Rapid Roy the Stock Car Boy. Was, that's my favorite one. All right. Anyway, what let's the, move what on. What do the Browns need to do to win on <laughs> oh, Sunday? God, Wait, <laughs> Jeremy, let's take a deep breath first. Okay. Now, what do the Browns have to do to win the Baker has to just be average, and the defense has to be excellent. That's what has to happen, I feel. What do you think, Carmen? Hey, the defense got to get takeaways. They got to pressure Justin Herbert, and they got to step in front of the ball. Um, they got to get takeaways. You got to make uh, your own fortune when you go on the road, especially against a team like this. They got a heck of an offense. You got to stop Austin Eckler. My God, he's the most underrated running back in the National Football League. Oh, he's good. League. I mean, this is a guy that can get you 10 grabs out of the backfield plus run for 100 yards. You gotta run the ball. The best, the best defense you're gonna have in this game is keeping their offense off the field. Yeah, play ahead of it's, the sticks and run the football. Exactly. And with a quarterback now with this torn labrum in his left shoulder, which look, he can say as much as he wants. It's not gonna bother me. It's not gonna do all those things. You still have to move it to throw. Like that's just how football works. That's how throwing works. That's physics. So even you can immobilize this thing as much as you can. It's still going to bother him. So you gotta give him layups. You gotta go to quick game. You gotta really help him out. And run the ball. Run the ball behind the, the best offensive line in football and just let it plow through because if you give Justin Herbert the ball, no matter how good your defense is, I mean, he tore up, he's tore up defenses all across the league. I mean, there's, 
the guy is incredibly talented. And, you know, second-year quarterback in the league, you got Keenan Allen on the other side, Mike Williams. I mean, these, there's a chemistry that goes with those guys. You have got to keep them off the field. That's the way you're going to win this. How about using more screens? In. Done. I, I like them. That has been the wrinkle in Kevin Stefanski's offense this season that I was waiting for all of last season. Is when do we see the screen game? Especially when you got Hunt, you got Chubb, you've got these, you know, and, and even Tossin Felton. I mean, that guy's a oh, shifty Demetrius as they Felton, come. He's a stud. It's unbelievable. Seventh rounder, once again. Low round picks. Andrew Berry knocking it out. How's our coaching staff been doing so far? Do you think they're making the right calling the oh, right plays? I, you, I have no issue with them. I know there there is a, a section of the fan base that would like to fire Joe Woods. And no matter what good he's done, even over the last two weeks, they still want to fire Joe Woods. I don't think that's the answer to any of this stuff. I think it's jelly. You just got to give this time. You know, it's it's like a lot of things. You can't just turn this on and say, all right, play this, you know, defense, understand the terminology, learn how to hand things off and make it perfect. It's not going to happen. It takes time. You give so. a city one championship and a decent football team, next thing you know, they're trying to fire some staff. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome Dan, to Cleveland. Dan, yeah. the quarterback, fire the coach. Dan, I, get, right. GM. I give him at least 10 games. And after 10 games, then you can look at and see where he is. Yeah. I mean, I think 10's fair. 10 that late in the season? Yeah. yeah they got 17. They yeah, got especially 17 now a 17 game season. Yeah. Well, you fair. know what? Hey, this Joe Woods that we saw the last two weeks, I mean, you know, he, he brought uh, pressure from really all yes, angles. I mean, did. last week he brings Denzel Ward off the edge. Yes, he did. Okay. And when I saw that, I said, okay, he's comfortable with JOK you know, to the point where he can bring, you know, pressure off the corner. And he did that. And I said, that's promising. Absolutely. You're starting to see things that are further than the first half of the binder, of the first half of the playbook. You're starting to see the exotic stuff that it's going to take because that first game against Kansas City, it was, all right, we're playing we're playing cover four. We're putting the dome on top of this whole thing. We're keeping everything in front of us. And that's the way to play Patrick Holmes. You've seen every single team do that since. That's, that is what the Tampa Bay Buccaneers did in the Super Bowl to slow down the Chiefs. Put the dome over. Don't let anything get behind Yeah, Tyreek Hill minimize the damage he can do. And so you saw the vanilla playbook in week one for that reason. Week two, I don't know. I don't know what happened with the Texans. I don't know what happened with Terod Taylor. I'm not sure. They won. They pulled it out. That's all that matters in the long run. But the last two games, you started seeing a lot of wrinkles, which is what we've all been looking for, and a lot of different stuff that we hadn't seen before then, and it's working. It's not just rush four. It's rush five. It's rush six, dropping Miles Garrett into coverage, which I don't love. I don't think they should do it, but, hey, it's a different look. Yeah. Well, Miles Garrett certainly doesn't look comfortable doing that, but in the right no. situation, I mean, he is fast and he is strong for a guy his size. Absolutely. The guy's a monster. Did you see that press conference where he wasn't wearing a shirt the whole time? It looked, like, looked like Joe McDonough. My God. <laughs> it's unbelievable. We have another special segment coming up here on the Gunzel cast in just a few moments. I won't tell you what it is just yet, but it will be very interesting and people around the world can watch it because it is somewhat earth-shattering and life-altering. That's all I'm going to say about that. Is Raquel Welch walking in that door? No, she should, though. Oh, there's another one in her 80s. Uh, Absolutely. And, She's still alive? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Jim yeah. Brown walked away from the National Football League to make movies with that chick. Mm. Yeah. Worth it. Don't call him a dummy. Hey, no, man. not at all. Yeah. He got She got Andy Dufresne out of Shawshank Prison. That tells you how good-looking she is. I've never seen that. Good. That's right. I remember this. We've right. had this conversation. Right. I, never I haven't seen Shawshank. that. I've never seen Star Wars. There are yeah. so many movies that I haven't seen yeah. because I was living life. 
Carmen, there's yes. one movie that you need to see over any of those. Oh, yeah? You know what that is? What? Few Good Men. I haven't seen that one either. Although, one of my favorites, we were talking about it off the air today, Ted. That crazy little fuzzy <laughs> bastard. Ted's <laughs> funny. Yeah. That movie is so good. With a parsnip. Oh, that movie's one of the great. The fact that the Academy did not nominate that film is a oh, stinking outrage. Oh, it was so good. I mean, who knew that a teddy bear could act like that? No. I thought I, Barney I, I, Rubble was on top of the actor's list. I think Ted overtook nay, nay. him. Nay, nay. Ladies and gentlemen, at this time, we don't oh. need to butt in, but it's time now for oh. Nucci's Burger Pick of the Week, ladies and gentlemen. I, wow. I don't know what this masterpiece is, this. but what in oh. the world is on the side? Oh, my God. It's a gravy oh. shot. Uh, you know what? Hey, in keeping with tradition, obviously, COVID. Stumped Absolutely. our efforts last right, year. Folks, turn your heads right now, please, because you're going to see something that... Wow. I want to see how hot that was first. He, wanna... he is gonna, he's going to drink a gravy shot. I don't know who, who's watching out there. I hope somebody's are our watching. Friends, are our friends in Australia... Remember we had that contingent of our That's friends? That's right. They were in Perth. Perth, Australia. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Oi, oi, oi. Okay, the October Burger of the Month is the Burger Meister Burger. It's an eight-ounce short rib... Look at this rib chuck, brisket burger, plus potato pancake, red cabbage, apple, and slaw. Uh, this cream, thing is uh, spectacular. <laughs> that's a, that's oh my a God. picture of beauty. Wow. Munster cheese, applplewood bacon, on a pretzel bun. It's a Wisconsin sunrise. That's what it is. You could, could, you could convert sunrise. every vegetarian or vegan on this planet with that puppy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, that, that thing is absolutely Unbelievable. I mean, it makes me hungry. I don't even like hamburgers. Well, I'm going to dig into it, but first, in keeping with tradition and renewing a tradition, I'm going to do a gravy shot. And this looks like it's a uh, a beef gravy of some sort. So, as the Italians say, salute. Do the Irish say slante? Slancha? Oh, slancha. Slancha. It kind of yeah. sounds like slancha. Arabs say alamak. Alamak. It's Arabic. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's I like did. cheers in Arabic. Well, okay. Prost. I did not know that. Shalom. From Jeremy tonight at Gunselman's. That's news you can use. Yeah, Probst, which is the German. Prost. Pro okay, what's Polish? Anybody know? Uh, bottoms up. Bottoms yeah. up. All right, well, <laughs> hey, on that note, Adios. bottoms up. All right. The Burgermeister Burger, but first, the gravy shot. It goes down quickly. It is good for you. Look at Carmen. It's like, wow. Have you ever seen a man do that before? I've, I've only seen it twice. Oh, and I look. hope I never see it again. I'll tell oh, you. Oh, you're going to see it often. <laughs> this is what why. What kind of gravy is that? That is outstanding. If I give them to Lucasville, I want that as part of my final meal. Oh, if you had insurance on those mics. A fine beef gravy. <laughs> I had to, I actually had to chew that. That was outstanding. Foster's meats, right? Good thing I don't blaze. If I if I am imbibed in marijuana now, that would be something I'd want. That's, yeah. That along with Fruit Loops and Captain Crunch. That's why this guy gets all the women. Huh? Oh, no. Yeah. No, watch me when I'm wearing a pair of tight slacks. Yeah, he gets all, all right. the women, all the women's restraining orders. That's what he gets. <laughs> Go ahead, boy, Jerry. <laughs> While uh, Carmen is busy, Dan, let me just uh, briefly okay. talk about my favorite topic of baseball. Okay. And the game last night that I watched uh, pretty much from start to finish, Reyes comes in the game. It was McFarland that had the walk. He had the two outs, the balls, two balls that were hit deep to center field. No, it was Cody Bellinger with the walk. No, no, he walked, but who the pitcher for the Cardinals? Oh, Reyes. Yeah. No, Alex no, before Reyes. Reyes. Al Robowski. No, no, it was... <laughs> Bob Gibson. The lefty that came in before him. He got the two outs. He walks Bellinger. They bring in Reyes. He throws a cement mixer. And, and it, it's Look at you, cement mixer. Yeah, I got that from Alex Rodriguez. 
but he's a punk. I, but, yeah. But he knows how yeah, to hit. I, he knows baseball. He is a punk, but he knows baseball. He let J-Lo walk away. What does he know? <laughs> and she's with Ben Affleck now. Isn't that awesome? It is. It's hysterical. Yeah, it's just circle reliving. of life, if you ask me. <laughs> One of those moments where you just wake up and you're like, "Is it 2005? Did I hit my head? Like, <laughs> has, has the last has the last 15 years been a blur?" Yeah, Britney Spears is back in the yeah, news. Britney Spears back in the news. We yes. got J Lo. Isn't there a girl from- with a knockoff name in the adult film industry, close to Britney Spears? Well, there has to be. Is Britney Spears? <laughs> you know, you I don't know, know, Jeremy. Why would, you, why would I know that? <laughs> you're worldly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know there's a guy like there's a guy who uses the name Wesley Pipes. Uh, Lindy oh, Shears, yes, yes, no. Lindy Shears. I mean, I'm not into adult film. You know, yeah. Nor should you be. No, it's yeah. terrible stuff. Awful. Yeah, you'll go blind. <laughs> really, yeah, Adam, over here. <laughs> you got a stronger script that's, there, Ray. That's why the three of us wear glasses. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, Don't guess you, what you I'm gonna do? Burger. Yeah, Joe's standing there, and I am going to eat the burger. I'll the hold week. your mic for you. All right, thank you. I know you won't. All right, all right. All right, Carmen's going to eat that burger. It's the Burgermeister Burger, famous here at Gunzelman's. This podcast is brought to you by Gunzelman's Tavern. For more information, go to gunzelmans.com. Or if you'd like to place an ad on this podcast, go to gunzelmans.com and enter the contact us section. And please enter your information there. All right, back to the show. How great was that one announcer who Look called wow. out, who called a home run that hit the wall? <laughs> they only got a oh, the John the, Sterling yeah. call? Yeah. yeah. What did I just watch? <laughs> and the best part is, so so he hadn't been traveling all year with the Yanks. That was wow. the first time that he went to an away game, which Sterling? was in Boston. Yeah. So that was like the first one that he saw, and he blew it. There was like, you know, for all during COVID and that stuff, you could blame the monitors, you could blame the camera angles, you could give all these different excuses. And for the first time ever, he's watching it live. It blows it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, <it> was, <clears throat> here we go, folks. All right, here it is. All right, Carmen now is holding the sandwich firmly. He's got that one. Yes, he's got all ten fingers on it, I believe. That is correct. All right, here he goes. The bacon is looking. Oh, my God. He shoves at least a quarter of it in his mouth, and he's not hes not breathing now. He's chewing but not breathing. See, the best part of that whole thing is the man clearly has respect for the burger. He came to it instead of bringing right. it to him. Good point, You Dan. have to show respect to the food. you got to show it to the meat. You he looks satisfied. Do. He's smiling. That's he, a good he sign. He is a slave to the bacon. You know what? I mean, he's had some. What is this burger called? The Death Trap? No, it's... <laughs> Oh, the Burgermeister Burger. The Burgermeister Burger. Eight-ounce short rib chuck brisket burger with potato pancake, red cabbage, apple slaw. Look at that. You're getting your veggies. Wow. No, but see, the thing is, I mean, they're so creative here with just about everything that they make. Wow. Oh, yeah. Thank you, man. Carmen, so keep creative. going. I mean, this is, this is a burger that's made out of short ribs and other ingredients, and then... Um, the red cabbage on it and everything else, just tremendous compliments. If you don't come to Gunselman's, um, whether it's a burger, whether it's their short ribs, whether it's the sausage gravy with the biscuits on Sunday morning, um, this place is absolutely dynamite. And this burger, I gotta say, I put it right there with the Big G. The Big G is a burger that's Oh my God, the, the Big G brings people together. Oh, here we go. Yeah, and look at this one. Oh, my. There 20, is. Oh, look at that. That's a good haunch. See, see, and he gets the shoulders in, too, he which got, is really yeah. what you're looking for, right? He, yeah, he got the shoulders in there, and he brought the hands to the mouth again, and he's 
he's aspirating, but he's still chewing. How does he do both? I don't know. But it's a matter of enjoyment I, that I, comes I with think it. His, right. Uh, jaw unhinged when he went. Yeah, it could have been. His jaw had an open wire than it normally does. God, that thing smells that, spectacular. It's like listening to the swan song. Yeah. You know I mean, yeah, he's throwing sure, the fries the with the cheese in there no, to kind of balance go- out. Hey, we're still in COVID. We're not going, you know, Springsteen oh, and Stevie Van Zandt quite yet. <laughs> There's kind of a medley of food going on here. So he's trying to balance it all out. And his hands, of course, hasn't washed him. But that's all right, though. No, you don't need that. No, you That'd don't save need some for later. No, you don't, you don't need, need that at all. You don't have anything to drink but gravy. A, that yeah. is true. I feel like we need to get <laughs> no him a water, beverage. No water, no beer. <laughs> yeah, we need to get him like Nothing. water. Nothing. Just <laughs> gravy. No, no, more gravy, did he say? <laughs> <laughs> Teresa, we need more gravy over Where here. He's, yeah. <laughs> there he goes again. He's on his fourth bite, and he's almost through the burger. Normally, it takes an average person 10 bites. Oh, what a move going to the pickle halfway well, through the meal. Yeah, yeah, that is yeah. a pro move he, by right. a pro man. Good, good call, Jeremy. Yeah, you got to go to the pickle early. People helps, forget about the pickle. break it down in the digestive system. That, yeah. is a, uh, right. that is a seasoned veteran move from a seasoned veteran man right. when it comes to... Slewing down bacon and beef. An hour, an hour from now, we're, he's going to be proud and happy that he did it. Amazing. Yes, he said, he says amazing. He's, it's a hell of a burger. He's able to control his breathing. You know, not even breathe, just kind of chew and like hold it off, like it, savor it. You'd think those nostrils didn't have it in them, but yet they're fighters, those things. <laughs> right. right. I mean, he's not going to want to brush his teeth for a week after this. Yeah. <laughs> Teresa, are you watching this? This is incredible. I've never seen a if man. I, if I were you, I wouldn't. But <laughs> like this is this is one of those like you need an <laughs> NC-17 rating before you get involved with this one. There's women out there around the world watching him do this, and they're going, "How the hell do I get a hold of this?" Yeah. Guy? Think now this, this is, is how we end up with an Australian contingency. Yeah. You think this is entertaining <laughs> to watch? Wait until he gets the check. Oh, right. <laughs> I forgot about that. Where'd that burger go? Pass it right to right. Oh. Hey, Smitty. Hey, there you oh. This man you, breathes beef. I guess you could call the number if you want to talk to us. Uh, 216-244-5109. We'll put you on the air. All right, so so let me toss this to you. So we are in the middle of the MLB playoffs right now. I know, Ray, you're paying attention to this. I know Nooch is, too. But... Who do you like in this whole thing? Because I feel like every single team has a clear flaw in them. They do. And it's just a matter of picking which flaw you think they can hide the best. Honestly, if you want my opinion, I think the Rays are the the team to beat. I think the Giants are second. I think either one of those two could win it. I can't see the Dodgers. I mean, they're good. I don't see them. I think they have too many uh, holes. Bellinger, I don't know why he's playing. He looks terrible. Yeah, he he looks like a guy who's been broken for an extended I, I, period of time and is trying to find his swing. Yeah. It's kind of like watching Christian Yelich all of last year after the broken kneecap yeah. where you're like, okay, you're trying to get it back. You're trying to get it together. When will you? And right. they just throw him out there every day hoping that this is the one that it clicks and you start getting that hard contact and then it starts falling. And I, I'm kind of with you. This... This Giants team, every time I count this Giants team out, they just turn around and look fantastic again. Yeah, I, and, I, I, yeah, right. You know, I mean, they're they're doing it with, what, 35-year-old Buster Posey, 33-year-old Brandon Crawford. They're doing it with Kevin Gossman, who had been tossed off of three different teams before he found his way there and, and all of a sudden developed stuff. I mean, it, well, and they Brandon Crawford who's playing great. He's been excellent, and Brandon Belt has been it's spectacular before he got hurt. I mean, if you would have told them in the beginning of the season – that Mikey Stremski would be mediocre at best and they would still find their way this deep, they would have looked at you like you were nuts. And once again, Farhan Zahidi, as he did with 
the, the Dodgers and helping them through the whole thing. Now all of a sudden doing it with the Giants as their GM, he just finds talent and he knows how to develop it along the way. And that's what you're watching. And so I'm with you on the Giants. I, I love the Brewers this year. I, I If Devin Williams didn't break his hand punching a wall, I'd feel better. Yeah, what happened with that, Dan? He got ticked off. He was drunk and he got mad and he punched a wall and he broke his hand. To which, again, why are you not punching with your left hand? Right. Come on, man. You're yeah. a pitcher. You got to know these things. Yeah, you can't break your. You no, don't pit. Don't break your do pitching that. hand. No. So who man. hasn't been there? That's exactly. It. Yeah. We've all done it once or twice. Oh. That's why again you punch with your left. Yeah. Like. No, I've been there. On. Too many times. So, but yeah, it's it. I, I love this Brewers team for that reason. I, I think they're going to be tough. I don't buy the Braves. I know Austin Riley's been spectacular. I know Adam Duvall has stumbled into something, and Dansby Swanson has turned into a really good player as well to go with Freddie Freeman, but I can't get behind the Braves. I, I, I think we're looking at Brewers-Giants, and I think the Giants ended up winning it and finding their way into the World Series. And on the AL side... Well, the Astros, Ooh. you can't sleep on the Astros. I know, but I want to, Ray. I don't Come like, on, they're a bunch I, Dan, of dirty, rotten cheaters. I know they are. I don't want them to win, but they are... Let's let's face it, they are a good team. Uh, they are a good team. Yeah. Uh, Jose can't Al- accept it. I know. But I, don't, rotten cheaters. I don't want them to win either. But they they won again today. I know, and they beat the snot out of the White Sox on top of it. I, mean, they beat, they beat I know we all like it when the White Sox lose, but like if I got to, like, like my hierarchy of hate is like the Yankees are 1 1. Like, like nothing's touching the New York Yankees when it comes to sports hating. And then after that, everybody kind of falls into line. And like right now, the Astros have found their way to number two just for being a bunch of dirty, rotten cheaters. And then, like, okay, the AL Central, three, four, five, you kind of stack it in there, and the NL Central, and you put those all in there. But, like, I, I can't I can't sit here and go, yeah, they're going to be great. You know, I especially with that shaky of a bullpen out of, yeah. out of Houston as well. Isn't it funny how A.J. Hinch takes the year off, goes to Detroit quietly, and turns the slowly turns the Tigers around to almost a 500 team? I mean... They got a bunch of young kids that they have been developing for a long time, and a lot of great pitching that's finding its way up there. And, and now they're outstanding. Look at that! Absolutely. Oh my goodness! The name of that burger again, Ray Ray? That was the Burger Meister Burger, the October Gunzelman's Burger of the Month. Come and order it, the Burger Meister Burger. Uh, Carmen, it's got everything on it: uh, the eight-ounce short rib, uh, brisket. Uh, potato pancake, red cabbage, apple slaw, Munster cheese, applewood bacon on a pretzel bun. It's got everything. You can name it. It's got it on there. That was absolutely outstanding. So if you get a chance, come up here to Gunselman's, get the October Burger of the Month, the Burgermeister. It's a grand slam. And, dude, to go on top of you, I mean, even get up here for brunch. Their Sunday brunch is spectacular. They do a hell of a Bloody Mary. I've had I've had a few of those in my life yeah. out of this place. I mean, the, the, the avocado toast is spectacular that they do. The, the biscuits and gravy, all that stuff. I mean, it, this place is a win. This you place can just is awesome. You hear the quality of the burger coming out of Carmen. He's just got a whole new lease on life. Oh. Yeah. Ready to take on the world. <laughs> what did, what did uh, Dr. Laura, what was Dr. Laura's uh, take on the day? Is that what she used to say, Ray Ray? Yeah, go on. Uh, no, take on today. Go out and take on the day. No, take on the day. Yeah, that's what it was. Not today. No, take, take on, on the, the day. day. Yes. Yeah. Well, I just took on the day and. Uh, now I want a cigarette and I want to go to bed. Take on the net. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get your steps in. Well, no, actually, I got a hockey game to go to after this. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. Well, Carmen and I, well, Dan likes hockey, but not like yeah. us. I oh, need, I, and I got to tell you, the talent that is in the barn for youth hockey, 
Really? Oh. Out of this area? Oh, yeah. I'll be damned. Especially the moms from Fremont. I don't know what it is out there. <laughs> <laughs> you talk For about like it. For like a half a second, I'm like, no, I'm getting excited. I'm like, damn, See, we're going to get some kids played in the NHL. Yeah. This is going to be head, great. I, I'm thinking there's got to like, be a better oh, way to hell. say that. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, the moms from Fremont. Uh, you talk about some smoke shows sometimes. I love when we go to Fremont or when they come here. I just want to ask a few well of them. Yeah, they do. They travel we incredibly like well. <laughs> like, they're moms, but they wear those really tight oh, jeans that, that have the cuts in them. Yes. Okay, we need to have this discussion while we're here. Sure. How many cuts are in a pair of jeans before you can still call them jeans? Because I've seen a few of these pairs where you can't call these things jeans. Like, I, it's just cloth. I don't know, and I don't care. Whoa, apparently. It's the same question myself, and the exact number Look is Carmen's. This. this is Carmen's Sorry, dessert of the week here. Now we Wait, have, whoa, 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 whoa. Say that pie? again into a microphone. Plum pie. Plum pie. Wow. Racing, handmade plum pie. You're going to need it after that burger. Holy Do you have a glass of milk? Our, I'm kidding. Our owner, Joe McDonough, has brought Carmen the dessert pick of the week. Homemade plum pie. I thought he was BSing me. He said, Holy you got room for dessert? I said, yeah. And he brings Joe, this, this thing must be a half a Carmen, pound. Joe does not lie about dessert. Well, I, apparently. What? All right. I'm going to delve into this piece of plum pie. Wow. That, oh, that crust is awesome. Yeah. Look at that flaky is all get out. I know. And we're still on uh, Facebook Live, right? Yep. To my friends in Australia. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Oi, oi, oi. Betty and Sarah would be jealous of that, wouldn't they? Oh. That's Crocker. Yeah, Lee. Everything I just broke my zipper. This <laughs> is so good. <laughs> my mom's from Fremont, my dude. He's got a whole new lease on life, and he needs a whole new yeah. pair of pants. Yeah, everybody. well, I'm standing awfully close to him. It's going to come out in a minute. Look out, Ray! <laughs> animal at play. The it animal bomb's going to drop here. Yeah, it doesn't pay to be downwind, does it, Ray? <laughs> no. Oh, I didn't. I didn't crack a wheel. Oh, you, you will. A biscuit. <laughs> this is so good. Yeah. Oh my God. But, amazing. Yeah, that's that was my latest thing that drove me nuts. I couldn't believe like you start seeing these jeans all over the place. It just yeah. rips all over them. And why? Like, why do they have to wear that? I don't know. I mean, I get it. We all like ventilation, but look at the Fremont moms. You're not going to bitch, bro. Okay. Trust me. All right. All right. It looks like I'm going to. The sad thing looks is, looks like I'm going to youth hockey games without having a kid playing. The sad thing <laughs> is, um, my son's a Bantam, so he's 13. Yeah, yeah. So like, many of these parents are like in their mid 30s, and. I'm an old man. Right. You know, I've got like 18 years on him. Yeah, well, age and is a number. It's been, well, that's what Bianca maybe, told me. Maybe tw maybe 20 after the burger and the pie. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Quickly, let's get back before we get derailed again. <laughs> again. How is that possible? Have we been on the rails? No. You produced this. There thing. is uh, no rails. <laughs> yes. Well, the crazy train, there are no rails. There are no rails. And the Prince of Darkness. So, Dan, I guess I have to bring up the 10,000-pound uh, elephant in the room, the, the Guardians. A any uh, feelings on that? Um, I think it was time. I think it's the right move. I, I know there's a lot of history. I know there's. Yeah. I'm sorry. Whatever. No, you're fine. <laughs> you're fine. It's more of like thinking in my head. I'm like, is he gonna spit the pie on me for saying this out loud? No, you said I thought it was time. I thought it was the. I thought it was the right move. I, I agree. I, I thought it was the right move. I. I, I look. I know this name has a lot of meaning. I know there's a lot of history. There's a lot of love, and a, and a lot of passion that comes with it. And I understand all those things that come with it, but. 
it's it's a name when it's said and done, and it's still Cleveland baseball, and it's still going to be located well, right true. at the corner of Carnegie and Ontario. That's true, and quite frankly, if the Cleveland Guardians are playing in the World Series, hypothetically, of course, um, I am going to be watching, and I am going to be rooting yeah, them on. Absolutely. I think I think the new name is kind of a uh, the logo's trash. So it's, oh, we could all they agree work there. on the logo. The logo the is horrible. Here's work the thing: ninety percent uh, of the sports teams across the board. Their logos are trash. Most, like, professional sports teams, their logos are just dumb. Coming from a graphic standpoint, yes, they're yeah, terrible. okay, from a graphic standpoint, I, I'll agree Who with you. I, I, love, I love the name, and this is why. I think it's a nice little niche thing that is unique to our city that you don't, you don't find anywhere else. I think it's a nice little tip of the cap, pun intended, to the city that we live in. And the people who think that the name change is dumb are people who've lived here their whole lives and have never gone anywhere other than the city. So, All right. what, what the Harrisburg wants? <laughs> what logo do you like? What do you think, from your perspective, is a good logo? I don't think there that exists. Well, I think there's a couple of them. In okay. my, my opinion, yeah. the Jacksonville Jaguars to me have the best football logo. I love their. I don't like the team. If you're going to talk about logos, that's a good looking logo to me. In hockey. There's only one logo that matters. You know what that is? The Chicago Blackhawks. Black yeah. And why don't they change the Blackhawks name? Because uh, Bill Wirtz, excuse me, Rocky Wirtz, Bill was his dad who initially owned the Blackhawks. Rocky Wirtz says, no, I make a lot of money off it. I don't deem it offensive. You know, I mean, the Atlanta Braves, they're, they haven't caved, as we see Smoltzy up there. Right. Um, the Kansas City Chiefs, they haven't. The Florida State Seminoles, they have them. Um, Florida State's different, though, because they got the they they have permission from the Seminole tribe to be yeah. the Florida State Seminoles. And so that'll never finan- go anywhere. They've got a financial deal in place, do exactly. they not? Yep. No. Well, but, and, and the Fighting Sioux. Yeah, North Dakota Fighting Sioux. Although, you know what? I think they changed that name. No. I think no. they changed. They didn't? North no. Dakota? Uh-huh. All right, I thought they changed I, the name. My So my father grew up on uh, a reservation in Belcourt, North Dakota, the Turtle Mountain Reservation. My dad's full-blooded Native American. Okay. And let me tell you, uh, we couldn't care less about most uh, like sports teams when it comes to their name. Were we happy about the change for, or personally was I happy about the change for the Cleveland Indians? Yes. For one, we're not Indians. It's a yeah. completely entirely different place. Well, technically, Indians from somebody from India. Correct. Right? Exactly. Right. So, yeah, I'm happy about that. Uh, I'm happy about the Redskins, them changing their name. Blackhawks couldn't care less about, most of us don't care about the sports teams because we have our own problems to deal with anyway. So it's like, you know, I'd say I'm like one of three families in Northeast Ohio that are Native American or have deep roots in Native, being Native American. So most of us just don't care. There's not a lot of us here. But, you know, it's hard to, to, like, say my family in North Dakota who live on the reservation, they couldn't care less about some sports team in Cleveland. You know what I mean? They have zero. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, you grow up with it, as I did, and Carmen did, and Dan did, and you get used to it. You know, I'm almost 60 years old, and you get so it's so ingrained in who you are mm-hmm. that you just think like you don't even think of it as offensive. It's it's a smiling Indian hitting a baseball. Right. That's all you saw your whole life, so you don't know any better. Yep. You know, you, I mean that was what it was. I mean the Redskins a pet tad bit. Yeah, that one was. <laughs> that one was bad from Jump Street. Yeah. Well, I mean, but it was the Redskins for a long, long time. 
And, and at one time, they had a spear on their helmet. Well, not only that, that, not only that. I mean, like Keith Wahoo being red, like just the just like the the portrayal of which, like, I mean, we saw it too during like a lot of Western movies, uh, which we all watch. Or well, I was we didn't yeah. really watch them in my house, but like growing up or like old western films the way they portrayed Native Americans as being this like untamed savage like right. it's kind of like offensive in a way and the way they portrayed Chief Wahoo with the Reds King big eyes the gingly teeth big nose like it was a tad bit much it, that, that that's the thing like if you really want to say that it's like oh a tradition or it wasn't offensive yeah, it kind of was. In which way they well, if they were going to use the logo, they could have used the 1920 logo with a, a, a headdress. The chief, the headdress looked real, very realistic. That was fine. I at least I thought that. Now, if you're going to talk about offensive, what about Notre Dame fighting Irish? Don't the Irish think that that cartoon character is kind of offensive? Hey, you know what? I'm a let's continue this discussion. I'm a recovering alcoholic. I can't stand the Milwaukee Brewers. Okay, <laughs> I want them to change their name immediately. And they're from your neck of the woods, Disco Dan. That is, that I take is great what? offense. Well, it's one of those. It's just going to be one of those things where we could. You know, we can pick nits at every single thing that comes down the line. If I ever see Billy Brewer in person, I'm going to pants him. <laughs> so you want a whole organization first, first to change? First of all, you go over Billy all you want. Hold Stay on, away from Bernie. Oh, on. Bernie, let I'm let sorry. You, you want to? You want to? how offended I had to pay very little attention <laughs> exactly, to that. Uh, no you want a whole organization to change their name of their baseball team because you made poor life choices? Yes. <laughs> yes. I don't accept accountability. Okay. You're damn right. You're earning your paycheck today, buddy. Yes, you are. Thank you very little. <laughs> Carmen, uh, speaking of things that are, are not offensive, how about our clam bake coming up on uh, Saturday? Oh, actually, Sunday. That's a good clam. That's yeah. a win. All right, Sunday, October 10th, 2 o'clock, two hours before the Browns game, we have a clam bake. Irish Kevin is the master clam baker. You got you to gotta make your reservations now. October 17th will also be a clam bake fired. and November 6th. Our clam bakes are second to none, Carmen. Did you know that? I knew that. Now, why don't you tell us, Carmen, what, what else we have here that you can get with the clams? How does this feel like Carmen's in timeout? Uh, <laughs> what, I, I can barely see this, bro. I know. It's, it's, it's very dark here. <laughs> um, you can get a 16-ounce draft for $5, a 100-ounce draft Offensive. for $35. Yeah, that's right. Up. Oh, <laughs> formerly up my alley. Um, oh, wait, for clam bakes. Clams only. $28. Is that what I'm yeah, supposed to be yeah, talking about? Yeah, right, right. I, no, no, no. Wait, I can't read this. No, it's print. on the back, Carmen. I'm kidding. You read the damn thing, you idiot. <laughs> Joe, I'm sorry, man. All right, well, clam- I can't see. All right, clam- Hi, everybody. Clams only clam bake here. One dozen clams. <laughs> plus New England clam chowder, clam broth, potato, coleslaw, and corn for $28. A chicken clam bake. A half-baked chicken one dozen clams, New England clam chowder, plus clam broth, potato, coleslaw, and corn, all for $30. Now, what about the steak clam bake, Carmen? You were asking me about that earlier. A 12-ounce strip steak, one dozen clams, New England clam chowder, clam broth, potato, coleslaw, corn, 33 bucks. What a deal. Absolutely what a deal. Get up here October 17th for the clam bake at Gunselman's. You gotta. Uh, 215... No, 21490. 21490. Not to mention, you gotta see what they did with the parking lot for the tailgate. It's spectacular. Speaking of that, Dan. Spectacular. Every Browns game, every halftime of every Browns game, yours truly does Browns trivia. 
Nice. Come up and join me. That's a good time. Ray and I, it's Ray. great. They make every they make every game feel like a home game here. Absolutely. It's Absolutely. the gunny lot. Yeah, and too. Ray and I hosted trivia before the game started on yeah, Sunday. Yeah, we had fun, didn't we? That was a ton of fun. I had more well, I was gonna say something about R. Kelly. I probably yeah. should hey, have so our, our, our mixer wasn't working, but now it is, and that's why we're having fun tonight. <laughs> yeah. Up until a week and a half ago, the joke I was going to say would have been okay. Right, you would have been allowed, and now it's like no, no, you can't do it now, Carmen. Oh no, 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 no. No, we're we're going to stay in the closet. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, you already offended a certain group. Oh, that's right. That's true. Well, I offended the Catholic Church a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Which, <laughs> we thanks to no, you, didn't. No, no, I didn't. That's right. No, that's I didn't. Right. No, no, he did, did not. not. Yeah, no, that's right. Did I did not. Herman, Evidence I, proves. I got a letter from the Vatican. Oh, yeah? Yeah. They told me to keep an eye on you. Hey, you know why they raise the uh, urinals at the Vatican? Oh, why? Keep those little dagos on their toes. Thank God I'm Italian. Well, I know. I mean, I, I get away with that. You know why you and I don't have freckles? Why? They slide off our faces. <laughs> you know, those are just some of the jokes that we're going to be having in the future. This is called the Gunzel Cast. I am Ray Carr, Carmen Angelo. Are we done? Dan, hold on. Dan Menigan, Jeremy, <laughs> Jeremy Demery. What the hell's going on and, here? And we're at Gunzelman's. No. We're almost... So what? We're almost... We're approaching the end, Carmen. Kiki Hernandez is up. I was going to do play-by-play of his AB. Okay, well, we're almost done, so we only got about two minutes. You know how it is on TAM. Go right to the commercial break. We have no clock, bro. No, we we got everything late. We Uh, we just get an angry boss. Yeah. (laughs) Ask for forgiveness, not permission. Exactly. Right, right. Oh, it broke. (laughs) Yeah. Real quick, the Red Sox are playing the Rays right now in in, uh, Tropicana Field. Besides me, have you been down to Tropicana? Um, I have not, but that place looks like a toilet. I'll tell you, I've been it there looks four like a times. Garage. I, I saw games. I said everywhere around there, it is really You know what? Weird. I take that weird. back. I, I was a highly inebriated. I saw Rick Springfield there in 1986. <laughs> Don't talk to wow. strangers. Yeah, I never do, unless they're hot. And that Jesse's girl. Yeah, 1981. Came out, I think, in March of 81? Yeah. You'd know better than me. Well, I was in the Zeppelin and Sabbath. I, I, was in the, I was into the Ventures and Dick Dale. <laughs> Dick Dale. He's the greatest. I wouldn't go that. Come God, on, Jimmy like Page I was the greatest. Yes. <laughs> Here comes the Dick Dale, Jimmy it's Page like debate. I never left. Dick Dale and I spent time, and we sat in the dressing room after a concert, oh, and we t- he told Jimmy Page how to play guitar. Dick Dale is that good. Dick Dale was good. I'll give him he credit. He was excellent. But you tell Dick Dale in 1975 at Madison Square Garden to go out there with a double neck 24 string guitar and play it with a bow. Dick Dale could play 20 different instruments. Okay. He could do it. He could do it. Could I, he Could he do what Jimmy Page did? I know he could do it. Oh, yeah? Well, God rest. He recently passed away, he right? He yeah, three years ago. When he, <laughs> recently three years ago. That's recent. His widow told me that if he gets inducted into the Rock Hall, I will be on stage with her in a ceremony. Oh, my goodness. Yes. That's outstanding. Yep. Look you. Luminaries, yeah. dignitaries. Yeah. And if I'm Don there. Don Wells, Dick Dale's <laughs> bride. You're, Wait, you're there's amazing. There's more, Carmen. There's more. Like who? Linda Lovelace? Oh, Engelbert Humperdinck. Talk to him. All right. How about Herb Alpert? No, I, I want to talk to him. I like Herb. I, he was every the, time you got on the escalator at Higby's and Joke and Vouch, you would hear Herb Alpert. He was speaking of Westgate. Remember the old lady with the wart on her face at Kresge's? Yeah, she made a. Yeah, she had a little bit of a beard, some growth going on. Well, was Nara around back then? Was Nara around back then? Yes, you did a microphone, Joe. I know we got to wrap it up. Did you do the Uncle Buck? Did you did you fling her a quarter and say, "Have a rat and all that off your face"? I think they advised against putting Nara on your face. 
Oh, really? I don't know. <laughs> I'm excited. You would Especially think- the good 70s Nair. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, so it was for like the nether regions? Yeah, well, no, she had a beard because you couldn't put Nair on your face. Remember the bearded lady? Yes. Served the Slurpees? Oh, yeah. yeah, that's what we're talking about. Right. Yeah, okay. I mean, I don't know how you saw the mole under, you know, no, under the beard. Award. <laughs> yeah. I'm like seeing it as woman in my head, and I'm picturing a mix of like Lemmy Kilmeister from Motorhead with Billy Gibbons' beard on top. Uh, just take, take, take Nucci's glasses off. And and that's what she looked like. <laughs> and put a wart right here. Put a with wart. Her wart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she was, hey, somebody loved her. Absolutely. You know, and there's there's a lid for every pot, they say. <laughs> and that's the, the voice of our owner, Joe McDonough. Folks, this has been ah, the Gunzel Cast. We're done. I know. I was just getting warm. Someone answered a phone. Who it? <laughs> Let's end it with this. We will be back next week with much more. Dan Menigan, Carmen Angelo, yes. Jeremy Demery, I'm Ray Carr. Be sure to be here October 24th for at 8 p.m. for the comedy night here at Gunzelman's Tavern. Will when, you be involved? I will. And, and when, come see Jeremy. What day of the week is that? It's a Sunday. Sunday night? Yeah, Sunday right. night. Jeremy's very funny. Jeremy, can you do a joke for us? We can't do that on, on this. Okay, a clean yeah. joke. Like the horse walked into the bar, the bartender goes, "Why the long face?" Oh no, I can't. Uh, I can't, I don't really have any. Clean I love beans. that joke. Like, I always I go to the horse. We do need to end this. It mentions the Pope, and so I don't want. No, 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 you're not going to no. offend me. No, don't. He's do a the, Jesuit anyway. Go ahead. Go right the, ahead. The Pope. If if the Pope poops in the woods, yes. and no one's around to see it, did it happen or was it a government cover up? <laughs> That's what I want to know. All right. That's what I'd like to know. Yeah. Let's. We all have our conspiracy right, theories. Why right. can't that be mine? Well, hey, I, I got a conspiracy. Why did Fred and Barney have three toes on each foot and Betty and Wilma had five? Because they because weren't Because they want them in the divorce. That's why. <laughs> and how come you never see a stray wiener dog? They never see you that see mutts, you see German Shepherds, the occasional beagle. Never a stray wiener dog. Oh, no. Answer that a, one, Jeremy. That's a damn good question. I never thought of that. You're that's right. That's how you know that wiener dog's Catholic. Look at him. Oh, my, my. Oh, you're not on video. Folks, we have had the time of our lives at Gunzelman's. I haven't had this much fun since the Anita Bryant concert. This has been outstanding. Wow, Anita Bryant. Yeah. Did you know she was one of the first people to do the song, Till There Was You? Can you make a shoe smell? Yes, sir. All right. I'm proud of it. There you go. The Beatles did that on their first album. What, Can You Make a Shoe Smell? No, the song. Oh, I thought that was I Forget Want to it. Hold Your you're, Hand. You're not oh. even. Oh, you're a good boy. We need to back a boy's down. <laughs> Al Chermick. Al still the best. Yeah. And it's so good. Uh, yeah, we got to go. We got to go. Folks, we gotta we'll go. See, ah. listen, we'll see you next week. Thank you, and have a great day.